You're listening to episode number 319 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. So wait a minute. I have this tiny space to do things in. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, I will just use those. Presley gets up and is like, "All right." Oh, she already was over here on out. my lap and was trying to and trying like, to lay on. Presley, your feet are on my yeah. keyboard, and you'll push them off. And as soon as you take your hand off it, they go right back. Like, yeah. get off, get off the fucking desk, get off. Yeah. Like, it's a fucking honor to be she, on this desk. She was over here first and like walking on my lap and on the iPad, and I kind of pushed her off, and then she's like rubbing up against the microphone cords and like, no, knock it off. So then she goes over to the desk and starts harassing. Mark's microphone stand. Yeah, she just she's something else. Um, my life is a lie, or at least at least uh, the majority of it has been a lie. <laughs> well, that's a fun way to put it. Uh, yes, yeah, we're we're making light of something that is about to get real fucking dark, real fucking quick. So this show literally changed my life, and in one of the darkest moments I ever had. It's been a huge part of my life since then, and. I am a firm believer that the way that I can I can I can beat the odds and actually live with these these issues is to not be ashamed of them and and the way that I do that the best way that I know how to do that is to just be as open about them as I could possibly be I don't call it what you will it's 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 who I am so we learned this week that apparently the um, anxiety and depression I've been diagnosed with was not entirely accurate. Yeah. So what we learned is I am bipolar, which apparently there are multiple versions of bipolar. It's not as simple as the, 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 the word itself. Right. And mine is the, I, I don't, I don't experience the manic highs where you get dangerous and start racing cars and fucking anything that moves and, and gambling. shopping yeah. incessantly yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Spending gambling money, you money don't you have, don't have yeah. stealing shit doing stuff like that for the adrenaline yeah. rush yeah I don't, I don't get that I just get the epic epic lows where the entire world is against you or actually it's usually just the, the monster inside but um, yeah. either way it, the thing controlling everything is kind of being a dick 
it's no. like you've got that secondary voice in your head that's always I know, right? beating you down. You know, I mean, you know, it is. Jiminy Cricket tries to help out most people. Jimmy Cricket's like, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and what, we, well, what I figured out this week was you haven't, as open and honest as you have been, you weren't as honest about how bad that voice was. And, 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 and uh, not honest with myself is, is, really right. what it was. It wasn't like I was consciously holding this back or right. harboring these feelings, but so so first things first, they're, they're getting me off meds I've been on for um, uh, literally 10 to 20 years, depending yeah. on the medication you're talking about, so I can immediately get put on antipsychotics and mood stabilizers. Right. Which at first... And this is just I love being honest. The verbiage. I, <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, because I asked you when you know they first told you this diagnosis and they're changing the medication and how you felt about it. And you know, you even said number one, hearing the bipolar, but then going on an antipsychotic worried you. But the good news was when you talked to the doctor, she said, "Well, you're definitely not schizophrenic." Yeah. Because when you started telling her about well, yeah, the voice so, in your so head, she's like, "How many voices?" And you're like, "Oh no, there's just the one." So that's that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so a little color to that. For some reason, when as a as a little kid, I was diagnosed with a mental illness. We'll just call it what it is. Um, there were two things I was I was for afraid of. Like I said, for uh, for no apparent reason. Just you know, why are, why are you afraid of things you're afraid of? You just are. So the same kind of thing. Like for some reason, I instantly went. I just hope they never say I'm schizophrenic or I'm bipolar. So this literally <laughs> so when you hear yeah, it, came yeah. down like a fucking ton of bricks on me. On the lighter side, it's it's refreshing to have an actual diagnosis instead of this, uh, well, we think it could be this. Why don't you try and take these? Like, although, well, although to be fair, to be fair, the doctor did go, so we're going to have to change the measure on. Probably not going to get it right for a while. You're going to have to be patient with us. So that's that's always exciting to yes. know that. Uh, Something to look forward to. Yeah. So so the reason I, I tell everybody this, other than to not be ashamed of it, is because I don't I don't know how what's going to happen. Uh, I, the last time I went through this, I was in my early twenties, and um, I, I didn't like that person. I, I was emotionally unstable from time to time. Um, I could well now. But I mean, previously, when you went through a medication change like this, well, you, until medication got stabilized. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I just want to make sure. So yeah, that was the early twenties. Right. That, that happened. I mean, I would pop off and put my fist through a fucking wall and and break shit and and scream like a psychopath and now for some reason tears are involved in this epic low thing. Well, at least you're not breaking anything. I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's a little more heartbreaking to watch happen, you know, but yeah. But, <laughs> but so I, I don't know what's going to happen. Patreon subscribers are fucking hooked up. They're like, literally, if I die, you have shit coming. <laughs> Twice a month the regular for, listeners for the next are two years. <laughs> um, I, I literally don't have anything planned for for the for the for the regular folks um, beyond uh, like maybe a PCP from right. uh, from like casino or something. I don't know. They, they get the show. Patreon gets the. That's the stuff I work on. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, listen, they pay, all right? They get other stuff. <laughs> well, and I think the only other, one other thing I want to add and make sure it's clear is that all of the health issues that you've been going through 
so far this year, like the crazy oh, yeah, thing, that's a good segue. Is, so, so is also tied yeah, di- into this. Dialed back to this this thing about uh, so this this hidden shame I apparently had is ever since I've always known I've had a learning disability, but apparently when I became an adult and got into the business industry, I became terrified that they would figure it out, especially once they start testing you. And um, there's currently it's, it's also why I don't have a college degree. That's not something I also admit a whole lot either. But I, I just I can't learn the way regular people learn. I just can't. Um, I, I have to understand how it works. From I need to understand every fucking step. In yeah, very like linear. Explain very it, process. It, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the way I learn. The rest of it just it just doesn't make sense. I can literally read the same fucking sentence like ten times in a row. Still don't get it. So what we ended up figuring out is is I had apparently there's currently a situation where I had to learn that way and I had kind of forgot that that was something that I was hiding and it, it manifested itself in, in an ugly what way. we now believe are <laughs> panic anxiety attacks, um, which we the symptoms I described being uncontrollable seizures in the legs right. and um, nerve-ending pain in my entire upper extremity were all because, uh, because of, of this, this and, thing I was trying and to And the hide. medication that you were on. Exacerbated it. Yeah, made That's it worse. That's why they were like, we have to get you off this immediately. So I've basically been on medication that provokes the right. thing I'm on. On right. for about 20 years. So we're kind of coming to a head because the body's like, fuck off. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm done with you. I don't know what we have to do. We've been giving you seizures. You've been fucking sick. I don't know what to do. You fucking fevers. You can't drink alcohol. Dude, we took alcohol from you. What the <laughs> right? fuck do we have to do? <laughs> so, but we've, we've got a, a plan and we're working it and happy yeah. to finally have something defined and diagnosed. Yes, that's yes. The and, and, and that, that is the, the honest silver lining to this incredibly dark cloud is it does feel reassuring to finally know because honestly, the, the, the voice that, that just shreds me would always think when, when symptoms I had couldn't be Explained. related to something specifically, it's like you're making all of this up. Right. You know, you're a lunatic. None of this shit is real. So it's like when they finally do something like, I mean, it's really fucked up, so but it's what? a thing. So you're not that kind of crazy. Oh, my God, everyone fucked. I know, right? They specifically <laughs> know my kind of crazy now. It's going to take a while to figure out the specific, specific type of crazy, but there's a cocktail out gotta, there for it. There is. got to start I get point. to go back to drinks, Karen. I, well, I get to go back to cocktails, but no, they're not really drinks, but... Yeah, well, they could be, I suppose. At some, oof. man, I hope we don't just, go down that road. Yeah, no. Let's just keep the pills, please. <laughs> For fuck's sake, so. so there it is. I, if, for what it's worth, guys, I love the honesty, I, and I think I think ninety nine point nine percent of our audience appreciates the honesty as well. I mean, it, it's 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 raw and it's emotional, and it's the fact that you're willing to put it out there is, I think, says a lot about you. So, no, I don't ever apologize for that. Yeah. All right, but that's not fun. Yes. Talk I know. About, that's true. That is things. not fun. Should yeah. we talk about what is fun? Starting the show. Yeah. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Except except this time. Uh, <laughs> the one thing we forgot that I want to talk about, the pencil. Pod-tuned. We fucking forgot to talk about it because we had this thing called... I thought we talked about it last week. It was called Vegas Vacation, I think it was a thing. Didn't we talk about it on the show last week? I don't think so. I thought we did. No, but it's fucking hilarious. So this is, (laughs) we have been honored with another episode 
in Vegas Podtunes, and this is from the conversation we had where where Tony said that the pit boss was known as the pencil or something, and we wouldn't want to talk to him that way, and I went off into this rant about what it would be like to randomly talk to people like, that guy's name's the pencil, he's the pencil. The thing I loved about it is it's like he pulled my imagination out of right my head. He, because even yeah. like the head checks, like, like, like when they're sitting at a, at, a, at a blackjack table and they're like, yeah, that's the pencil. That's what we call him. We call him the pencil. And and you see him like looking at other people like, that's what we call him. We call him the pencil. Like he's talking to everybody. Yeah. I'm like, that's exactly what my head was saying. <laughs> so, and, and for folks that don't know what Podtunes is, um, if you go to YouTube and just search on Podtunes. Uh, P-O-D-T-O-O-N-S. Right. Because it's cartoons. Right. So he um, takes clips from various podcasts and animates them. Um, so he, this very is. Very Ricky or Ricky Gervais esque. Yes, if you ever watched what he did, it, it's very similar to that. And we're you know blessed to have been on two now. But he also does. Uh, there's one, or at least one from Vital Vegas. Might be more than one. He's got two. Um, yeah, but it, they're yeah they're branching out. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it, all it's good. Hilarious. Like I haven't seen a bad one yet. No. I mean, I've seen funnier ones, but all of them are good. So I mean, it's just hilarious, and it, it, the way that he does it is he's so super talented and creative yeah. to think about it. So if you haven't checked it out, um, like I said, he's got a YouTube channel, and you can find him on Twitter as well, but um, it's yeah, it, it's it's just hilarious. So so now now we'll talk about Random Vegas, and Karen won't like this one because there are more <laughs> adults living in Nevada that were born in California than were born in Nevada. More than 141,000 people moved to Nevada in 2018. 50,000-ish were Californians. The second highest in the past 10 years. For the record, 127,000 came from other states and 14,000 came from overseas. I got that from the Review Journal. Fucking California. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I don't have an issue with it. I just think that it, it cracks me up. It's not even really just great for Californians. It's your your entitlement as a local that I love. I'm like, here, here, but we're locals. Yeah, we're. It, it's funny because I, you know, 2018, at least for me, I think it was a great year to move to Nevada. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of amazing that there are more people born in California that, that live here than there are people born in Nevada. Right. That's. I imagine scary. That if if you like California, like living in in the in the well, like L.A. kind of like populated type areas, Vegas is like a cool version of that. So you're like, all right, and, it's cheap, and less cheaper. expensive, yeah, <laughs> a lot cheaper. Yeah. So I can see that. Except if I may, unfortunately, throw a little bit of politics into the mix right now. <laughs> the problem is these Californians are bringing their I hate all of the high taxes, you know, mindset to Nevada and saying, but I still want all of the things that my taxes in California paid for. And, and I, I share this because someone who is and I'm not I'm not going to name him by name, but he's a very good friend of of the show has said listen you know i i watch these people coming in from california and and they say i hate the the high taxes it's so much cheaper to live here in nevada but where are all of my uh um, societal governmental benefits that i'm not getting in nevada that i used to have in california i want them here too well you got to choose what what you want you want the low taxes or you want all of the government subsidized shit that you're gonna get? Oh, yeah, Californians don't don't put yourself don't, don't fall into a stereotype of people we hate. I don't need that. Yeah, that's that's stereotypical stupid Californian. Oh, 
Yikes. But uh, is it I, not? I, I, is it not? Is, is that not what he's describing? The person that would go... It's, I don't think it's, it's expensive to live here. Why is it expensive to live I don't think it's here? Californian. I don't think it's limited to Californian. I think it's limited to people who are used to having the government provide all kinds of stuff for them. But so, we are specifically talking about Nevada, uh, Californians doing that. Right. But I, what I'm saying is I don't think that sense of entitlement and, you know, complaining about what it costs you to get what you want. I don't think that's just California. Well, I'm not saying California cornered the market for the record. Okay, well, that's what it sounded like. So that's that's why I wanted to clarify. See, okay, all right. So now it sounds like you're Californian. If you have that sort of... Yes, she is. Like California exactly. Fuck you both. <laughs> I remember when Karen used to be a small government. <laughs> get out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> she still is, trust me. You know what? Listen, listen, we've had a lot of fun, but we should move into the twit pick of the week. Just when you thought the Neon Boneyard couldn't get any cooler, that Maverick Heli drops a 12-foot cock on all of us, hovering over history like it's a 1980s Micro Machines commercial. Kudos to whoever was clever enough to set the Treasure Island pirate head on the ground so it would be identifiable from Google Earth. And the Hard Rock Cafe sign is not only a great addition to the collection, it serves as a beacon for those looking to take a stroll down memory lane, surrounded by steel and neon giants days past. Micro machines. I got it in there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... I... uh, Listen, um... (laughs) I'm waiting. I'm listening. Right? (laughs) 99.8% of the time, I love every single picture that Mark picks to be the twit pick of the week. But there is that small 1.2% jism quality photo oh, that he actually selects. I thought he was going to say he didn't like it. No, I, I knew, I knew when, where he was going. I just didn't know the level he was going to take it at, and I didn't want to step on his groove. So <laughs> When he says that there is a certain, and this is beautiful, I mean, I love this reference because I bet you only about half our listeners will get it. The Micro Machines commercial <laughs> reference. <laughs> that, that thing is that, that lasted for Wonderful. Right? <laughs> Absolutely outstanding. I looked at this picture and I re-looked at it and I looked at it again and I thought this picture is, you know, um, a phone or desktop background picture worthy to be oh, yeah, on somebody's. Screen yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And, and for folks who haven't had the opportunity yet to ever enjoy the Neon Museum, what are you waiting for? I mean, use this picture as your impetus to get out there and make it a priority to go and enjoy. It's what a, it was gorgeous. It was here. You know what I love most about it? And, and I'm going to, I'm going to speak truth to power right now. Sometimes people take pictures of the strip that, that encapsulate from the bottom of Mandalay Bay up to the, the wind or maybe even up Stressfield. How well do you think that picture looks? It's not very well detailed. Right. This picture was oh, right. so insanely detailed oh, yeah. that you can zoom in and you can see the individual signs. You can see the pictures. Like you're getting everything that's in this shot. Yeah. Like you it's, almost wonder if iPhone isn't like we took it on our new phone because <laughs> it's yeah, right? like one of those crazy things where you're like, wow, that's gorgeous. You know who took that? iPhone. Like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like that's a lie. This is Shut a kid. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's all, that's all I got to say about that. It's an awesome picture. I don't have a lot more to add. I mean, it's really cool. And I did the same thing, like zooming in and going, I don't know where all this stuff is. <laughs> and I love the tone of voice too. <laughs> As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. All right, tell me about the Rock and Roll Marathon 2. The LVCBA announced that, starting in 2021, they will host two nighttime rock and roll marathons, one in April and one in November. The November marathon draws an estimated 58,000 visitors to the city, representing all 50 states and 86 countries, generating an estimated $214 million. This announcement of adding the second marathon is actually really timely because the marathon is running this weekend on Sunday, and I actually went down last year to cheer on Christina at the finish line. I don't know that I want to do that again because they shut down. Like, fortunately, it was at Mirage, so that was I could still get to would that. Would be fun if we closed. could get like a like a Cosmo fucking room. Well, so normally I would think yes, and actually Christina she's doing it up this year, so she actually has a wraparound terrace okay, suite okay. Um, that she's invited us to go down to. But the problem is not only is the marathon on Sunday night, but the nights have a home game. Okay, but but I, all right, so this is what what I'm saying. So let's say we like like war is coming upon us. We hunker down at Cosmo and like all right, so we aren't leaving this property period she's offered it we're up if, eat, if we want gamble, to we're gonna fucking we're not leaving we'll stand outside away from all these crazies down but there but we'd have to get down there at like god they start closing the roads at like two right so See? we'd have to get down there that's what, that's the and then that, we can't leave for right. a while but that's what i mean that's that's what i that that's the way i could see me being a part of it is it's like oh no no we're just we're, wherever we're it would have to be cosmo because you got to be outdoors to be to see the thing just on the terrace like oh look at all right. people running but yeah so it's going to be it, it's a madhouse when it's down there because they close all the roads and they got all these people running up and down the boulevard and it's really cool because a lot of them are in costumes if they're only doing like the 5k or the 10ks and stuff so but it's yeah it's crazy busy and now the fact that they they're adding a second one um it's going to be huge yeah. so moonshot.com has literally changed my wardrobe to become the dominant theme in my closet incredibly comfortable to wear available in male and female cuts Two styles, multiple colors and sizes, reasonably priced, and cool as hell. What more could a Vegas lover want? Instigate envy from everyone you encounter wearing logos from the fabulous Flamingo, Sahara, Dunes, Stardust, Mint, and even the Tangiers, the fictional property from the Martin Scorsese film Casino, Vegas Vic, El Rancho, The Frontier, The Thunderbird, The Landmark, The Sands can all be prominently displayed on your chest single-handedly making you the coolest person in any room you walk into. Vintage Vegas shirts at moonshot.com typically run $30 or less, but if you use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, you'll save 15% off your purchase. That's moonshot.com, M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com, or just go to the blog, 360Vegaspodcast.com, find the advert on the homepage, and it'll take you right to their site. Moonshot.com and 360Vegas. Now making you look as beautiful as your Vegas-obsessed mind. Next up, there's an M Resorts Raiders deal. Continuing to 
to find new ways to establish financial relationships with casinos desperate to somehow have their name affiliated with the Raiders. It was announced this week that M Resort will be the home to Raiders Bar and Grill. That's a place marker, by the way. Like, they don't think that's going to be a real name. Or either that or, or they made a, a crucial faux pas where they're like, we're going to come up with a better name. And then they'll come down and be like, we didn't come up with a better name. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be uh, Raiders themed. The whole restaurant so, is going to be Raiders themed. So the restaurant is planned to be open 24-7. That'll be the first thing to go. And expected mm-hmm. to open in time for the start of the 2020 NFL season. M Resort is being promoted as the, quote, official headquarters hotel, unquote, of the Raiders, as M Resorts is only about three miles from the team's Henderson training facility, currently under construction. It's actually a big a big get for M. Yeah, and it's, it's very, it's fair. I, I'm not going to say this is like... We're the official team of the end zone. On oh, the there's right, so many. You know, <laughs> there, there's all of that. Like everybody sponsors every, the night. Yes, of the night. It's the, everybody is the official something. The official something. Yeah, yeah it's it's ridiculous. And I'm like, hey, it could good be for you. Like they, uh, you could have an official dog walker of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. She's like, not it's, kidding. It's, yeah, it's like crazy. It's fucking everywhere. And I'm not I'm not criticizing anybody for it. I'm just saying. They're doing it with the Raiders, and it's it's a little even worse. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be interesting, especially as we get closer yeah. to them actually getting here. You're like, oh my god, I know football. I don't get that whole hockey thing. <laughs> you fight, you don't get suspended. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Next up, there's the FSC renovations are complete. Renovations to the Fremont Street experience at Viva Vision Canopy are now complete. The $32 million renovate. Jesus Christ. See, this is why in Vegas I look at, like, we hear the crazy numbers we hear for people renovating, you know, this restaurants, restaurants and, and stuff, shit yeah. like that. And they're like, $32 million. We redid this whole fucking thing. It's seven times brighter now. It's, it's still the best. It's, it's, it's now even better than the best in the world. And I don't know how it could be better than the best in the world. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um, in the galaxy. for $32 million, like, see, I think you guys are buying, like, bullet. It's going to be Italian marble I carved from you. a man who oh, only yeah. has one leg. So what, what you're saying is you think the Fremont Street experience budget of $32 million is reasonable, it's and it real, reinforces yes, how everybody else is crazy everyone else is spending. Yes. yes, I completely agree. Thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. And, but I will say that... Oh, sorry, you're not done. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it was worth every fucking penny. Scott, um, Vital Vegas posted some video of them testing it. Oh, it's gorgeous. Holy shit. 3D type fucking it, shit. It's amazing. It's, yeah. And I can't amazing. wait to go see it in person because that's what it looked like on video. Yeah. Holy cow. Agreed. I, I I didn't expect them to be able to do this. It, this is this is right up there with the shit that I saw. And like I said, this wasn't... It, it, it looked like the fucking 3D screen that, yeah. that they had at... Um, Sahara or when, or when it was SLS. It, it yeah. looked like that, except fucking giant, 1,500 feet long, 90 feet wide. Yeah, it, it's huge. Yeah. So, uh, In addition to those, they added 32 individual 5 foot by 13 foot tall LED screens attached to the columns that hold up the FSE canopy. I actually thought that that was more grand than I, than it is until, like, I thought, wow, these screens are going to cover the whole thing. Like, no, oh, no, 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 it's attached to a section. Right, <laughs> it just sort of wraps it, yeah. Anything like, oh, all right, but still cool. <laughs> Final testing, as Karen said, is underway in a planned New Year's Eve celebration that will show off the new, quote, content created for the screen with never-before-seen graphics, unquote. 
The new LED lights will allow the Viva Vision canopy to operate 24-7. So, the only thing I really have to add to this is to say that I'm not going to discount the 5 foot by 13 foot tall LED screens that are attached to the columns because I think that if you think about it that's 5 foot wide by 13 foot long that's most of the column and if yeah. they if they did you know two of them you know back to back you're now looking at five foot wide by 26 feet long led screens it's it's going to be ever encompassing and i'll what i've always loved about most as it relates to the uh, uh, fse viva canopy was no matter how drunk i was when i was walking on fremont street when that shit lights up i'm immediately sober because all of my retina can take in all all of the light and i'm like okay i see i see literally everything i can taste light right now oh and it's only going to get worse with this thing because it's i know seven right? times now, now you're going to have absolute nightmares when you're thinking it's coming at you it's coming after you <laughs> i've never used shrooms before <laughs> i have to imagine that's so. i know now i want to get a spot right up at cats me out just so we have a, a fucking front row seat just watching yeah uh, like i almost i feel like a dick saying it but i almost kind of want to give people shrooms and ecstasy so i can watch them interact with that. <laughs> i think there's enough of that going down on fremont right, street I, right I, now no. you don't have to waste your money <laughs> i'm like can we flag them somehow because i'm tired of watching people who aren't freaking out at the Beaver Vision Academy. <laughs> <laughs> this reaction is not appropriate enough. I know, right? For the, all right. Tell me about the Palms Place penthouse being sold. Original co-owner of the Palms, Phil Maloof, sold his three-bedroom, five-bathroom penthouse occupying the entire top floor of Palms Place for $12.5 million to the CEO of Redemption Fitness. Plans are to invest a million into renovations, then rent it out for events starting at 10K a night. That's pretty fucking clever, to be honest with you. The 25,000 square foot penthouse was originally listed for 15 million. You always got a price high. Price higher than, than what you really want. Yeah. Don't make it sound shitty. This was good. I think it's an interesting idea to rent it out for events, but you're assuming that there's enough people that have 10, we'll, 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 we'll pay 10 grand for a night for their party to make, you know, kind of cover your mortgage payment, which I'm sure he doesn't have mortgage payment, but to make it worth your while. Right. Yeah. yeah. On the other hand, though, I mean, if you do the math and you figure out at 25,000 square feet divided by 10 grand, you're paying what, like $250 a square foot? Well, and you're on top of the goddamn I mean, strip. Exactly. So, I mean, all of a sudden, I think 10 grand becomes a, I would imagine, a bargain. So then I'm like, I'm doing the math here. And unfortunately, the joke is if, you know, I could do math, I'd be a doctor instead of a lawyer. <laughs> so at $10,000 a night, um, and, and you're trying to recoup 12.5 million, 10 grand a night, you need, uh, well, 10 nights would be 100,000. So 100 nights would be a million. Uh, you need 100 nights times 12 essentially to recoup your money right well i mean what's 100 nights 1200 times 12 nights. that's uh, 1200 nights. 
three yeah so you're pulling out about three hundred sixty-five thousand three hundred three point six million a year you you can recoup that in four years if, my guess is if you could do it every single night Vegas investment math a new segment I love it this is so fun Boom. Right now. you don't even know Lord how much math. I'm enjoying this <laughs> I'm like, break it down. Lord. How else can we break it down? I think how many people would I hate to, to say it. If there's math involved, I think it needs to be my segment, not Tony's. Fair enough. But Although it would be more entertaining. Okay, but he's, he's putting it in, in, in real dollars and cents. And when I mean cents, like it makes sense to me because he's talking about Vegas things. And I'm like, oh, of course that makes sense. So wait a minute. All right, so we're talking. Like all of a sudden, I become fucking Rain Man with Matt. Mm, <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> Speaking of Rain Man, <laughs> live in Vegas with R- Kelly and Ryan is coming up. I think he liked your transition. That was well done. <laughs> <laughs> live with Kelly and Ryan will record four shows next week at Paris, Las Vegas, Sunday and Monday. Actually, yeah, this weekend. Interview. Well, it's next week. It's Sunday. Sunday's the beginning of the week. I feel like Sunday's the end of the week. I know but by I'm the wrong. time this posts... Well, I don't really care. Sorry, listeners, <laughs> he doesn't care. You know, if you're a Patreon listener, you're going to get this just in time. <laughs> so go enjoy. You go enjoy that taping. Go get your tickets. You're welcome. <laughs> Interviews are scheduled with resident performers Christine Aguilera, Shania Twain, Chris Angel, Carrot Top, and Matt Franco. Those shows are expected to air next week as well, November 18th through the 21st. Free tickets are available. We'll provide a link if you are interested. The show is filmed at 9 and 11 a.m. Warning. (laughs) Christina Aguilera is a resident? She has a residency, and she's a giant, giant name. Think about it. Think about it. Celine Dion's gone, right? That's always the deep... She's going back on tour today, I heard. Why would you give up a residency in Vegas and then go touring? It's fun. That's crazy. No. You said one spot and everybody can be here. No way, Karen. If you had the chance... So let's just say that you've, you've got a talent where all of a sudden people from Japan and Stockholm and Britain and uh, Brazil want to pay for you to come hang out in their beautiful country. You don't think for a hot second you go, eh, all right, I mean, Vegas is cool and all, but you know what? I want okay, to get people to, to pay me to come to check get out to these travel. Right? Yeah, okay, yeah. that I get. So, I mean, and you imagine she's done that a lot. Like, uh, a lot of these artists have toured, so they would be like, oh, shit, I know the fucking places I want to go <laughs> and the places where I go, and I'll make a shit ton of money. So, boom, let's make a tour around those two things. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Moving on. So, um, wait. Sheldon Adelson doesn't own RJ? Can I say I couldn't have directed you better with reading that line? Well done, sir. Clearly... This happens when I pre-read the notes. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly a student of the deny-to-you-die philosophy. This week, a lawyer for the RJ argued in court that Sheldon Adelson was not the owner of the RJ. Despite multiple reports by the RJ, as well as other publications, that he acquired it in 2015. Follow-up articles over the years have also continued to support this. However, the attorney for the RJ said, quote, We haven't identified who the owners are of the RJ, unquote. I'm sorry, fucking what? (laughs) It's a public fucking company. That is literally... Literally impossible. 
totally impossible. Well, if it's if it's public, then their owners are whoever owns the stock. Now, if he owns the majority of the stock, that's a different story. Super easy to find out. It is super super easy to find yep. out. <laughs> Jesus. So the reason for this, let's call it misdirection, is because Sheldon Adelson doesn't want to be included in the lawsuit currently being litigated between the Sun and the RJ. That suit is regarding the redesign of the RJ's print product done intentionally, or they argue it was done intentionally, to reduce the prominence of the Sun's front page promotions regarding their paper's daily content. Apparently they share revenue. Which seems kind of cool. Well, it is until some one partner sues the other well, one. Yeah, fair enough. I realized I stepped out and then and then stepped out and made a comment. I'm like, going, oh, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry about that. Right. For the record, the Sun reports that the RJ is owned by News Plus Media Capital Group, which, in fact, is owned by the Adelson family. In addition to multiple published articles supporting that Adelson is the owner of the RJ, Sun lawyers argued that the notoriously litigious Adelson has made no attempt to address any alleged false reports that he was the owner of the RJ. And also, every time the RJ has written a story about the Las Vegas Sands, to be fully transparent, they've printed the same disclaimer that says the RJ is owned by the same people who own the Las Vegas Sands. That, to me, seems like the definition of a frivolous lawsuit or frivolous issue. To Like, you're wasting the fucking court's time with this bullshit, and we're going to find it. It hasn't gone to the... the, Who owns the RJ RJ hasn't gone to the court yet. What's gone to the court yet right now is this dispute between Times and the Sun, or the Review Journal and the Sun. But now they're forcing that to be uh, argued, because that's pretty fucking important. Because the Sun wants to go after Adelson. Yeah, of course. And he doesn't want any part of it. So that's why I like that. But yeah, you can't buy it and then go, oh, you guys are shitty right now. I don't own it. Like, no, that's not really how it works. You would think not. All right. So if if I can ever so slightly lawyer up this conversation. I I dreamed this would happen. So at the end of the day, let's just say Mark owns 34% of... 360 Vegas Media, and Tony owns 33%, and Karen owns 33%. So at the end of the day, the ownership is 34, 33, 33. Even though together we own, quote unquote, 360 Vegas Media, if you're trying to make an argument of who's got the deepest pockets between Mark, Tony, and Karen, (laughs) how would you write that article? would say, well, obviously Mark owns the quote-unquote right. you know, lesser company. That's what's happening in this instance. Because at the end of the day, 360 Vegas owns, or in, in, in this situation, um, uh, the, the, the Las Vegas Sands probably owns 
the RJ. Who's got a? Who has the majority stake holdership of Las Vegas Sands? Sheldon Adelson. Mm. So what you want to do is if you're trying to get money, you want to get in the deepest pockets possible. That would be Sheldon Adelson. So you need to find a way to connect your way into Sheldon's pockets, and you're going to say, well, obviously Sheldon owns the RJ. Well, he doesn't technically own the RJ. He's got a majority ownership of stock in the Las Vegas Sands okay. and the Las Vegas Sands owns the RJ. So in a roundabout way, Sheldon owns it. So that's what they're trying to do. And I get it. I get it. You always, the first thing they teach you in law school is you go after the person who's got the deepest pockets. And in this instance, in this, you know, news story that we're talking about, Sheldon has the deepest pocket. That's where they're trying to connect him to Las Vegas Sands and Las Vegas Sands to the RJ. So that's right. nice to so know that about. like day one of law school, they teach you to be blood sucking parasites. <laughs> <laughs> din, 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 din. Right. I imagine the first day of law school is like, all right, any fucking tree huggers, get out. <laughs> that's right. No, they, they you do the do uh, pro bono it. work. <laughs> the downtrodden, get the fuck out. <laughs> no, no, that's not. The funny thing is, they actually encourage us. Like, listen, so you want to be poor like your clients? Here's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into profits. For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. You know, with drunken Tony comments peppered in. Battleborn pins are Disney quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, Vegas Vic. Vegas Vic, complete with waving arm, measures approximately two inches tall. The real 40-foot-tall sign was erected on the exterior of the Pioneer Club on Fremont Street in 1951. Modeled after the image used on a postcard by the Las Vegas Chamber of Commerce in 1948, originally, not only did the sign's arms move, but every 15 minutes, it would say, Howdy, partner. The voice was turned off in 1966 for being a distraction while the movie The Professionals was filming in Las Vegas. It returned in the 1980s, but was turned off again in 2006. Vic's arm stopped moving in 1991, and in 1984, several feet were cut off the brim of his hat so he could fit under the Fremont Street Experience canopy. Today, while no longer presiding over a casino, Vegas Vic is one of the most iconic signs in Vegas history. This collectible mini version will run you $12. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to bbpins.bigcartel.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com and click on the banner ad for Battleborn Pins. The MGM garage sale continues as Bloomberg is reporting that Mandalay Bay is the newest property that MGM Resorts is looking to sell slash lease back to themselves. In fact, they're looking to sell Mandalay and MGM Grand as a package deal. I'm still with you about the the MGM thing. Like I'm like you can't sell that. Like, that yeah. one's the one that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. 
but <laughs> Mandalay makes sense. Technically, I'd like to look at this as like they're going, all right, guys, we want to sell Mandalay Bay. I'm like, you can't sell Mandalay Bay. I'm like, how do we do this? I got it. We'll sell Bellagio. They'll never fucking see that coming. And then we'll fucking sell like MGA. We'll try and sell that. And then we'll sell Mandalay. And we'll be like, that's all we wanted to sell. <laughs> these funny little conversations in your head sometimes these are the acts these are what i make the action figures do when i'm like hi i'm glenn Schiffer. like oh i'm, I'm fucking dickhead that runs i love it <laughs> so tiger runs up to he-man he and he's all like <laughs> away and sarah will not allow this oh lord the wheels are falling off okay Yes, it is. All right, next up. Oh, that's not me. That's not you, Karen. Okay. Okay. Yay! We're we're back to the wheels and and their actions. (laughs) Not the Tony show. Okay, fine. (laughs) O.J. Simpson is suing Cosmopolitan for defamation, alleging unnamed employees told a celebrity news site that he was drunk, disruptive, and unruly. Following the incident, Simpson's parole officer arrived at his home unannounced and administered a drug and alcohol test, both of which Simpson passed. How does he still have money? I know, right? I thought, I thought he owed everything to um, the Shapiros and Kardashians. And, uh, like you got to have money to, to pull up a suit like this, right? The yeah. civil suit. Uh, yeah, I thought yeah, he was I, a I don't, huge... I don't know. Well, and good luck winning it because I think the Goldbergs uh, have all of the uh, rights to anything he pulls in. Oh, that would be Not awesome. Goldbergs, That'd Goldbergs, be awesome. Goldbergs, like, sorry, you're totally Goldbergs. right. Totally right. That was insensitive to the Jewish faith. We're going to give <laughs> And, and apparently he's actually like a, a fixture around town. Like oh, yeah, he, he pops up in places here. all the time. He lives, he lives on a on a private. Or it might be a public. I don't know. He lives on a golf course. But you'd be amazed that when he does show up, the number of women that still hang all over him. And I'm like, do you not know what he did? Yeah, I mean, this listen. Is probably not a good idea. <laughs> Would you like to know how this date ends? Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> if, if if I wanted to be serious for a half a second, I would say. You know, again, look back to Mike Tyson. He literally did prison time yeah. for rape. Yeah. And yet, the guy's still beloved in 2019. Has, has OJ perhaps made it past that, you know, that, that the hump of bad press and bad... Do you and, think and maybe bad- for some... Or do you think there are some people out there who just don't... They still don't believe that it happened. So that's why they're... Oh, like, there's still some people oh, who don't I, believe he did I, it. I, yeah. Absolutely. So the same way that, uh, so first off, none of us know what happened for certain on any of this shit. So while (laughs) I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, but he's trying, this was Mark's actual, like, you know, keeping us from all being sued together. How about you tell us about uh, the Lakes? There's no intros on the... uh, came up with this. No intros on the prop bets, Tony. Vital Vegas reports that... He desperately wants lots of air time. (laughs) He does. Vital Vegas reports that the Petrosian Bar at Bellagio, (laughs) which has recently been closed uh, to undergo renovation, will reopen this weekend. While under renovation, to continue supporting those in need of a drink while others stand in line to check in. I know, what a rough life it is for those people. I know, right? <laughs> a bar was opened in the check-in lobby underneath the glass flower thingy. Let's see. <laughs> 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 
flower. I, don't, I know it's expensive, and I know people love it. I, I just look this at sculpture. They, they look like like a billion ashtrays I saw in my aunt from Cleveland's 1977 home. Oh no! Like it was. They, it's one of those, and they melted like a billion of them together. That's what it looks like to me. In fairness to Mark, I, I was in his aunt's house. I remember that exactly <laughs> moment, too. It was... Karen's art, we all she, interpreted... She's a way. naughty woman. <laughs> <laughs> she has her weird shit. Um, Excalibur's new sports bar, Vagabond, has opened in the space next to the property sports book. In addition to offering a ton of TVs, the space features arcade games, a beer garden, board games, tabletop gaming, football, and shuffleboard. And here's the funny part is I don't give a shit about sports ball, but all of a sudden I want to play Clue, and I'd like to whoop ass at anybody that wants to challenge me at ping pong. And, you know, just for for good measure, I'll crush you at shuffleboard as well. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. Like, when I read this, I'm like, this sounds fucking fun. Like when when there's a lull, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like tailgating at the game, like in the game, like you're still watching the game. But we're we're tailgating, we're having fun, we're doing shit. <laughs> the only thing it's missing is where we can just play catch, throw the football back and forth. They just need like a stretch. <laughs> An alley. Because yeah, they're not going to let us go out and do it for right. casino, let's be honest. So, Yeah, definitely not there. <laughs> right? Who, who didn't have a dad growing up? We're here for you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of that. It isn't just like us getting together to play catch. They literally have a person just waiting there to play catch. You guys want to play catch? Like, who are you? Oh, I work for the... For the I'm, just, I'm just here to catch. <laughs> you want to play catch? I'm just saying. I'm over Come here. Come here, sports. <laughs> for extra. For extra, he'll give you a little tussle on your hair. A little noogie. That's right. <laughs> You're doing good, sport. Exactly. That's right. Your mom and I are proud of you. <laughs> 36-year-old men just start weeping <laughs> on their knees. This is what it's been waiting for. packages where you could get, like, like, like summer vacations. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this what, is this what going off the camp felt like? It's like, it's like in, um, what is it? Uh, is it Minority Report or the one where, where they they give you a new identity? And, uh, I fuck it. I forgot it. Whatever. That was Sorry. fun. No, I think that was Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can go on vacations and be something else. Yes, yes, yes. Where they zap into your head. Yeah. And 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 the problem is, is when you can come out, you get all fucked up because you're nowhere. You're, yeah. All right. So there's several movies that do that. Now that I'm thinking about it, because there's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind does something similar. Well, no, that just erases memories. Okay, I'm gonna need some help with how to pronounce this last name, guys. Um, Cirque du Soleil founder and billionaire Guy Leliberte. Liberté. 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 No, you got an extra syllable in there somewhere. Anyway, the the French guy that founded Cirque du Soleil. Maybe he's French-Canadian, actually. I think he is. Anyway. Um, But he has been accused of growing cannabis on his private island in the South Pacific for commercial use. Guy turned himself into French Polynesian authorities and denied any wrongdoing, saying he only grows for his own medical use. Doesn't that sound like something I would easily do? I'm not concerned about turning myself into the French Polynesian authorities. And I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying. Well, that's of the island the he was on. I would be arrested. <laughs> Fuck yes! <laughs> Put me in your French Polynesian no jail. But this, this could be the no. problem. 
when you if you're rich enough that you can own your own island, why the fuck are you a part of anybody's authority? I'd be like, you know what, French Polynesians eat my ass. Like, well, it's like I'm a part no, of the La Liberté it's, authority. It's no different than buying a house in a city. It's just the island is part of the country, and you just happen to buy a island. I thought it's he like was buying a, a house. I thought he could have. I thought he could have taken care of. It. I don't think apparently a billion doesn't. doesn't I don't think they'll let you succeed. What a what a succeed. Yeah, Karen, I don't think you understand what island means. <laughs> island doesn't mean what you think that means. Yeah, I feel like he got shafted. Like if I buy an island. I own the fucking island, all right? Right, right. It's and I own, like six, I own, like, the next, like, 600... Well, not, that's, that's, that's crazy. Nobody needs 600 feet. I own, like, the next 125 feet off from this island. So this is all my navigable waters. You come into my lands, I'm going to shoot your ass with pirate ships, all right? Good luck, French Polynesia. I'm ready for you. And I got pop money. Someone's gonna be like, eh, hello, hello, oh, Mister Polynesian. Oh my God, you gotta stop him. That, yeah. Well, let me finish the last bullet, and this could be explained why he turned himself into police because there's no word exactly how much he was growing that attracted the attention of the authorities. So, you know, if he's got acres no. upon acres, Karen, yeah. As someone who who takes medicinal marijuana. You would need acres upon acres. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know how to transition to it, but I was like, how do I say uh, mountains of acres? <laughs> Let's go back to what I said, acres upon acres. Um, and it's so bizarre because, like, the more and more I take it, the less and less I feel it, except for the medical fucking reasons. <laughs> so it's so weird. People are like, oh, you're going to get stoned? But like, nope, just not going to hurt. <laughs> Thank you. Bullshit. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Guy Liberté, hire me. I'm a big fan of... Of money, uh, sovereign nation, frivolous <laughs> lawsuits, <laughs> and you had your own. This is all. This is all yours, right? Okay. All right. Still not. Still not telling me. You're okay. Demolition on the long vacated Hard Rock Cafe in front of the Hard Rock Hotel on the corner of Harmon and Paradise Road will begin next week. Yes, yes, I know what you're thinking. This did close in 2016, December 31st, but still, December 2016, nonetheless. And during that time, the location's guitar signage has been donated and fully restored and now on display in the boneyard before they're ripping down the frames of a fucking square building. They didn't need to do anything. I know, they're like, listen, we didn't know what we were going to do. Right, okay. exactly. So we're not going to start making holes and stuff. What if we were like, we tore down, like, you know what we need? A building just like we tore down. Like, God damn it. Right? You're right, Karen. I I, I, I retract any any sarcasm I spilled. <laughs> I think you're going to need more than a mop and bucket for that amount of sarcasm. Fair. Fair. That is an astute observation. <laughs> and it keeps coming. Next up. Don McLean of, you know, American Pie fame. I don't know what anyone else would have confused him with. He created the song, not the movie. That's a good reference. He was honored this week on the Las Vegas Walk of Fame. Now, you gotta understand, this said honor, it's allegedly about as easy for anyone to attain, assuming you can afford that, you know, modest. <laughs> 
I kind of like the idea of there being a 360 Vegas star on the wall. It's funny. That's the first thing that popped into my head when I heard that. Like, I've heard that several times. Um, It's it's not a fact. I can't establish if that's true or not, but I have heard it. That it's easy to do. Yeah, that it's very easy to do just for the right amount of money. And, of course, it's a a big chunk of change. But that's the first thing that popped into my head. I'm like... Much. <laughs> like, I, I'm just. I'm asking for a friend. Vital <laughs> <That's laughs> awesome. Vegas. To be clear, I am totally in on a Las Vegas Walk of Fame star, but I want to be abundantly clear. We're going to divide up amongst the three of us, not a 50-50. This isn't the you know the the Mark and Karen 50%. And Tony 50%. This is the Mark 33, the Karen 33, and the Tony 33. Because I know how sometimes I can screw other people out of 50-50. Because I'm like, well, I mean, my wife and I, we're we're the 50% on this side. You provide the other 50%. I'm not going to get played that way, kids. Um, I believe you helped me to create my articles of incorporation. And they say I own all. So what he's saying to me is you technically don't have to contribute anything. But I want my name on it, and I will sue for oh, that, it. Oh, that's so, the easy part. I mean, if, if that's what you were asking for, I'm like, that's that's free and fun. I don't really care about that. I was just going to put 360 Vegas. Like, on, we gotta and be also, careful. Tony was involved. We could have former ex-co-hosts come out of the woodwork demanding that their name be on there. This could get ugly. We'll just keep doing the addendums like they did to the Browns jerseys for the quarterbacks. <laughs> just keep it. <laughs> cross them off. Cross them off. I will. <laughs> you know what? Let's invite that Australian mother. <laughs> fucker into this. I will bury him in every litigation time, every until he's 98 years old. There's some underlying. Bring it on. I know. He's <laughs> got an issue with an Australian for some reason. True. True. Uh, is, is, he's the only one I really remember. And partially because, right. I, you know, I, I, I've never met him, but I kind of like Brian. You know, he's, he's a fine fellow. He's he's an American. I'm, I'm not going to hate against him. He's American. <laughs> well, Karen. I, what do you want me to do? Put his ass off. <laughs> Move on, Karen. Save me from myself. The Mirage Volcano has extended its operating hours, adding a 6 and 7 p.m. show to the previous 8 to 11 p.m. hours. This is the third additional show added to the volcano performances schedules this year. 11 p.m. was added in late spring, early summer. Well, it's dark now. Once it gets summertime, it'll, I know, this, you know, it's more really impressive when it's dark. As you think it when it is. gets dark at 4 p.m., you know, they could start it a hell of a lot earlier. Right. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Do you guys, um, do you guys set your clocks backwards and forwards on daylight saving time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in Vegas? Our state yep. does, yeah. I did not know that. Yep. I didn't know that. That's Arizona. Arizona's the only one that doesn't. Yeah. Huh. And there's some place in Indiana, I think, that doesn't do really? it, too. Yeah. And lastly, in the wake of inquiries to potentially ban Steve Wynn from ever getting a Nevada gaming license again, Vital Vegas is reporting that Wynn is considering entering into an agreement with regulators stating he will not seek an involvement in the Nevada gaming industry in the future. So basically, instead of... Banning, banning him. Being banned. He'll voluntarily. He'll volunteer to leave. Yeah, so it's like, I'm not fired. I quit. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's basically what it sounds like to me. So, Do you guys want to know why he's... I mean, you guys can probably figure this out, but do you want to guess why he's entering into this agreement or, or proposing this agreement? Why don't you tell us, Tony? Uh, yeah. Well, great question. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> 
because if he wants to get into gaming in any other state, Massachusetts, New York, Michigan, somewhere else, he can legitimately check the box that says he's no, never been banned. I've never exactly right. I've never faced licensing repercussions in any other state. Holy shit. And so it works out well for him to just say, listen, listen, guys, hey, I, I gave up my licensing. I don't care about it. You can have it. I'm going to just move on to a different state. And he doesn't have that blemish on his record that he would otherwise have to mark as a yes that he, you know, faced repercussions from regulators yeah, but, in a different state. Okay, but here's the thing. It's not like they're going to go, who's this Steve Wynn guy? <laughs> like, hold on, let me take a look at this application. No. Well, sir, we can I mean, I, I'm not sure about what happened in your previous jobs, but, uh, but I can when tell you. States, when state statutes and rules that get promulgated pursuant to a statute say, has this person, you know, been uh, a part of a regulatory investigation or has, has a license been revoked, he can legitimately mark the no box. And you're, no, you, you know, keep acting to, like anyone is looking at that no box because they don't know who Steve Wynn is. Like the second he the second he inquires about an interest, well, to yeah, buy. they're going to know. But you still have to go through an application process, regardless of how fucking famous you are. So he still has to Absolutely. be able. If he checks you yes, it, you make it sound like 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 it's it's the 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 golden egg from Charlie Chocolate uh, from uh, uh, Willy Wonka's, and it's like, is this a good or a bad one? Oh, you check the box, you go bad. Oh, so what you're saying is everybody knows how bad he screwed up, so nobody's going to want to give him a license yeah, yeah, anyway? Yeah, it's not, it's not okay. like you're, you're, you're disclosing everything. Like, no, we already fucking know what you did. Well, okay, so the way the way that you were arguing is saying, they know who he is. I mean, why do they got to do a background check and stuff oh, on no, him? I didn't mean that he wouldn't have to file an application. I'm just right. saying when they file the application, it's not like they're like, we're going to have to investigate this Mr. Wynn guy. Like, you know who he is. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> I, I, while I agree with you, for for his attorney in Michigan or Massachusetts or New York or whatever state he's looking to get licensed in, it's very, very powerful to be able to say, no, I have legitimately never been. Which just means that the, the board, that state now has to look for another reason to tell him no. If, if they want yeah. to say no. I, 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 listen, I'm not trying to get overly political here, but I'll just make a Tony Center personal comment, which is to say that outside of Nevada, and, and sure, we may not like him. We may not like how Steve Wynn behaved when he was CEO of Wynn. That doesn't mean that he's not entitled to a license. Just because we don't like his personal behavior, that doesn't mean that he inherently is guilty of any sort of gaming regulation that prevents him from obtaining a license. Yeah. And, and that's a hard thing for us to, you know, for a lot of people to swallow. But as a defense attorney, there were many a times I would say to a jury, you may not like my client, but that doesn't mean that he's guilty of this specific charge that's being leveled against him. Right. And, 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 and you, you ask a person to set aside their, their dislike of a person. I'm not saying that I like Steve Wynn as a person if, if, if he truly is guilty of the things that have been leveled against him. But that's, 
you know, that that's a lot. So point, anyway, point just, made. it's I that's what I love about this podcast is I get to I get to flex my, my legal muscle and say, <laughs> listeners, just just hear hear me out. I'm not saying you have to agree with me, but at least hear me out on what I'm about to say. And and if you still disagree with me, I respect that. But at least you you're Wait, wrong, but you respect it. Sounds exactly like. I will only say that to you when we hang out together uh, during a three sixty. Hey, listen! I saw that tweet you did right. three years ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice to meet you, bud. <laughs> right. Hey, oh uh, my god, that'd be awesome. I'm gonna need you to introduce yourself to me by uh, handle name and tweet that you sent out. <laughs> Well, that's going to do then for episode number 319. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on today's blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. He's thinking about it. Today's show is going to be the secret or magic word. You know what to do. Scream real loud. (laughs) Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360Vegas. I'm giggling you guys. I can can hold my shit together until I hear Mark giggling in the background. I'm like, all right, this is where I lose my... This is where I lose my... You're almost there. I can hear your grin. The finish line is right there. Um, of course, you can get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, or anything that we can slap a logo on. We do that over at Zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360 Vegas podcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at 360 Vegas Karen. You just told you where you can find me, so until next time.